Hello, everyone. We're back. Um, hope you liked that little bit of intro music, just setting the tone um, for the funeral of the Essendon Football Club. Uh, make of that what you will. Hello, Nathan. How are you today? Um, uh, is that is the acceptable answer here? Um, emotionally ruined. <laughs> that was not what I expected. Um, I, I think it fits. I'm not against it. You know how I had an analogy about football clubs are like girlfriends? You mm. know, I was like, you know, you get your heart broken and you still keep coming back. You know, I'm at the stage now where they've cheated on you so many times, you just don't care. You're like, oh. well, and to. I'm not even disappointed. To give some evidence to that. Oh, people can't hear me. Hang on. Oh, no, Sam. I can do all the talking. Welcome. Hello again. Hello again. Sorry, sorry, folks. That was my fault. Didn't test the audio. Sammy. I don't remember what we said, so I'm just going to say hello again, and I hope you liked the music at the start there for the funeral of the Essendon Football Club. Nathan's feeling, what was it, emotionally... Oh, I can't remember. Ruined. Emotionally destroyed. Ruined. ruined. Yeah, that sounds like that. that. Um, apologies, guys. That's the first time that's happened. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to talk about today. We, we I watched well, we've, no, probably we've a got quarter a and a half. To talk about. Yeah. I watched probably a quarter and a half before I thought, no, my mental health is more important. Mm. You were about the same. I got a bit into a few seconds into the third quarter and my mental health became more of a, an important issue than than watching that rabble. Yeah. Um, if you watch the whole thing, uh, unless you're at the ground, obviously that might be a bit different. But if you are an Essendon supporter and you watch the whole thing, then you deserve a medal. You're, you're better there, than us. You should start impressive. a podcast. That is more impressive than Dust, uh, Dustin Fletcher. Jesus Christ. Who am I? That's more impressive than Dyson Heppel playing 200 games of football. There, I said it. Right. I'm not I'm not doing the disposals and goals because it just don't matter. Um, I don't care. We didn't kick many and they kick lots. There you go. It was a lot to not much. Yeah, that sums it up. I mean, um, if we could throw in the fact that I think they had how many? 30-something scoring shots? Uh, yeah, it was a bit. Because um, they kicked a lot of points. Like... Uh, 14 goals, 21 on a balmy night in Sydney. Um, so really, really could have been... scoring shots. Could have been worse. Um, the one stat I will throw at you instead of um, the possessions and all that rubbish, Keller Mills, I didn't write their full names, Bell, I know his first name, Isaac Heaney, Lloyd, and Rowbottom combined, five Sydney players, had 31 (laughs) tackles. And that's important because... 23 Essendon players. I'm not going to name them. I don't need to name them. That's every no, single it's one. all of them. It's every one of them came out to play. Had 30. <laughs> and just to put that in context, Mills had 13. Of Mills those. had 13, like, That's yeah. nearly half our whole team to one guy. It's a little bit of stat bending just to make it sound cool. Um, Mills had 13. The rest had four in that group of well, five. It, it, hmm. And Archie Perkins was our best with five. And I was looking just before, quickly. and Dylan Shield has laid something like 12 tackles or 13 tackles in the game once in his life. So when he was at GWS, he could apparently tackle. 
something he doesn't do. He could do, do a now. lot of things at GWS and he can't seem oh. to do. Just looking at, so I was looking at his stats. And I, yeah, go through. I was going to say, we're not going to spend this whole thing bashing Shield because there are. Oh, but it's going to be a bit of it. There's going to be a bit of it, but we're going to really try not to because it's not just one guy. He probably sums up our problems, but oh, yeah. there are other issues. So we're not going to just sit here and bash. I think that's a good point is that is, is he, he seems to be the one that makes the issues the stand out the most because he's a senior player. He's played 182 games. He's the, you know, he's on good coin. We, we got him to the club four years ago. You know, we gave up draft picks for him. So there's that expectation for on him, you know, pressure. Yeah, when you cost that much. Well, and, and if you want to leave clubs and go take money, then you have to deal with expectation because that's, mm, that's you can just play out your career at GWS and think, oh, this is all Rose and Danny. I'll just get my you know, 25 touches and rolling around. Totally part of it is when you, when you agree to those kind of deals, you're right. You've got to deal with the expectation and mm. everything else that comes with that. Um, I, well, we'll lead into Shield, mm. I guess, just a little bit. The Luke Parker scenario is what I really yep. want to focus on. Yeah, and absolutely. you've got a bit more because you've actually did some research like a good little boy. Um, I can't, like, polar opposites. Last week, I could not wait. I couldn't wait to sit down and start a podcast. And today, I've genuinely been going, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Well, Lego Masters is on and I'd rather be watching that. It's final tonight. <laughs> I have to do some <laughs> online testing before midnight. And apparently, it takes for three hours. So yeah, i got stuff to do as well. Mm. Um, the Luke Parker thing, right? 2020, there was a bit of talk and a bit of conversation that they just didn't seem to like each other. Like there was no camaraderie. There was no sticking up for each other on the field. Something could happen and then no one would really do anything about it. And then last year, we, again, probably not on the podcast, but commented on that being different. Blokes were getting into blokes. Like if something happened, Mm. they were getting into each other or getting into them and sticking up for their teammates. Now, so there's two parts to this. One, no one other than Dylan Shield went to Luke Parker and was like, oh, not on, not on dickhead. Like, I think it's hilarious, to be honest, what Parker did. I don't have any issues with him. But no, not at all. He's all he's doing. should have gone up to him and been like, oh, no, get stuff, mate. Like, just a something symbolic gesture of leave my teammate alone. And then I think Matthew Lloyd was talking about it. I don't know what show it was on. There was a passage Sunday. of play immediately after that where Parker had the ball and she'll just jog past him. Yeah. And Lloyd basically said, I don't care. If I give away a free kick, get suspended, whatever, I'm letting him know mm. that you're not going to disrespect me like that. <clears throat> yeah. And then we had a conversation today about who were the real tough nuts and not talk, talking guys put head over the ball, but who are the guys that people are afraid of in our team? And not, not, not like the old Dermy Brereton days, but the real, like, you know, Parker is a hard unit. He can do that and he can do it with pride and go, I have never backed and away. If one of our guys got into him for that. He'd have four other teammates come over yeah. and help him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaney. Probably 50 you know, other teammates. Kennedy. Out. Guys that are, you know, tough. Tough over the ball and tough in contests. Are we a team that has recruited too many goody, goody, two shoe players? Guys. Because we don't want to have bad rep players at our... Because of, you know, going back to the um, we, the Andrew Lovett issues and the... Um, what was the other one that went to St Kilda? Ryder? 
No, 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 not writer. He, you know, he made the TikTok video or whatever. Him. Oh, Carlisle. Yeah, yeah I'll check Carlisle. Yeah. See, I, I, you know, are we trying to avoid those guys because we don't want to, the media coverage? And we instead we've recruited the McGraths well, and the Merritts and the, you know, even yeah. you know the Hobbs. The really and Hobbs, they're all good players. I'm not saying that, but they're a little bit nicey, nice boys. They're all a couple of no mongrel in them. A couple of things on that. Just to finish on the Shield point. I, mm. Either him or his teammates. I don't care if you don't like Dylan Shield. He's your teammate, right? I don't think I like Dylan Shield. This is a very, very, very poor analogy, but I played cricket with a bunch of blokes and I didn't like a few of them. A lot of them. But if something happened, you would stick up for them because they're your yep. teammate and you're there to, it doesn't matter. We were the lowest of low level of cricket, but you still would stand up for your teammate. Very low. I could tell you how low it was, people, but whew, you wouldn't believe it. We, we were the very best in a shit league. So. They used tennis balls with no, tape. No, no, no. Plenty backyards. No, it was, there was a shield involved and everything. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, my point is, you, mm. at, at the top level of sport, someone, someone, stick up for him. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't care what you think of the bloke. He's your teammate. You're on a, in a game. Sammy Draper, just go up and be like, oi, I'm frigging three times the size of you champ what do you like anyway my yep. second point on what you oh, said sorry. sorry about um like carlisle's and all that this all ties back into 2016 and 2013 and the drug yeah. saga and all that is we had to distance ourselves from those kind of players because we yep. couldn't well we could but we had enough we can't afford to our attention we needed to really get away from that and we've talked about it before with Heppel and Hurley being the last two yep. from that time. But it's going to carry on because you're right. This club is just too nice. And the way Heppel speaks constantly, you know, we're hurting, we're hurting. Well, show it. Yeah. And look, I, I don't, I don't think, look, and Heppel and Shield are, are good players, but there, there may be a bigger issue that's around them and the way they play and, and the, the sort of what they're bringing to the club is not what the younger players maybe want at the moment or are expecting. I wonder if leadership, like I questioned leadership at Essendon, the footy club for a while since probably Watson left because I think he was one of the better captains we've ever had. Uh, spoke really well, went out on in game days and, you know, played games, you know, big games in big times, you know, that sort oh, of guy. And I think, that you know, 2013, yes. Yeah, back to the herds, you know, guys that would step up when the game, I remember that West Coast game after he got flogged all week in the media. But anyway, we don't have a guy, I feel like, that that does that, a leader at the club that, you know, that can do the string has probably been a bit the closest, but I, I really can't say us relying on him. That's, that's more a, a big game player than yeah, but like, there's no leader one that doesn't. Like, okay, for example, the, the heat has been on us. Dyson Heppel is our captain. Did, was he very good on the weekend? No, no. he wasn't, to be honest. No. He wasn't one of his better games. He, he three tackles. Back, yeah, three tackles. He went back with the flight of the ball a few times, took some marks. Zero but, tackles. Oh, zero tackles. Oh, God. I it would be three. Um, you know, like, he's... The, the face of the, like, he's the leadership. Dylan Shield is 182. He's probably our second most games player, yeah. Yeah. is the right term, um, at the club. He would be. Yeah. And that. But they're the leaders. They're the ones. When, new, at halftime, when the game is in trouble, they're the ones. The coaches can't come out and play. They can only say, come on, boys. Well, you know, it's the well, players have got to generate that. 
And it's not happening on the field at the moment. And that's the other thing. Like, this has been a problem for a couple of years. Like, we've been mm, talking yeah, yeah. about leadership for a few years now. And, like, you're right. With Watson and all that, it was like, oh, cheesy nut shit. But, hey, we've got Job. So, yeah, how good. I've not oh. seen yep. Rutten go off. Oh, he's too calm, even at the end of games. And I know, just, oh. and again, I think we've talked about it on the podcast a little bit. But have to be careful now with the to get the best out of their players. They probably can't take that approach. Yeah, but if you did one or two just bloody good sprays a year, that's not over the top. That's okay, but make a point. Like as a coach, as Rutten, how can you be okay? Well, well, I'll, I'll go. That? How can you not lose your absolute shit? I'll go a bit further, Sam, and say, okay, if you're not going to go down the spray path, Dylan Shield has to be dropped this week, doesn't he? Because two weeks ago, he was going to be dropped. And now... Yeah, dropped. Yeah, he went to the um, the medical sub, but played anyway, because the injury that's happened pretty early in that game, that's didn't not it? dropped. No, you're still in the team that's been selected. So... Does the statement need to now be, okay, I'm not going to shout and scream at you. You're just not playing. Well, one of the two, right? And it's gotten past the point of we're paying this guy too much to not have him play. Don't care. Mm, Make a point to the rest of the team, every single player, properly make a point. Don't just drop him and then play him anyway. No, no, he doesn't just get one drop. He gets like, he has to... Before go back, back in the... go back to freaking Windy Hill and earn your spot back. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine Dylan Shield playing it anyway. Yeah. Sandering him in the freaking blustery. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I uh, yeah, make a point or just every so often, just be like half time in the rooms. Get up, get in their face, and is that good enough? Is that what we expect? I this club's in its hundred and fiftieth year. And we've oh. won 16 flags. And this is just about the worst team we've ever had. Like, I, you have any self-respect as footballers? <laughs> yep. I also wonder if part of the issue is, and it's a greater um, Essendon football club dynamic or um, structural issue, is that the VFL team the last, would you say, three years has been shit house. I think we can barely, honestly, like there hasn't been anything going in and out of that. Like, the quality of players in there has been ordinary. There's no one really, they're not really developing. Like we're not developing our our kids there because they're getting flogged every week. They're they're, you know, they're the there's no they're not playing a style of brand of football like the seniors or anything like that. They're just, you know, ordinary and and, and like we're talking about this Dylan Shield being dropped. But you know, you're not like you go, oh, we've got these couple of kids like uh, lord you know um who else is there there's um, like, um what was the voss voss is apparently voss a hard nut game but i, I think, think he's injured, he injured or he's not injured i'm not sure yeah, yeah yeah i think he is Seems did, like um, yeah did jones injure himself too on the weekend to a red somewhere i'm not sure how true that was there's no but there's, there's no not VFL. like there's it's yeah but play. they played a practice match I read this somewhere. Well, my part of the issue I had too was one of the things I thought about was like last week we looked a lot, we had a lot more running carry from the back half, like Hind and Redmond, uh, yeah, and McGrath. Yeah, we were talking about this, and yeah. we have no science to back it up. 
<laughs> we don't do science. No science. We've got two games of football and it was the first game that Jake Kelly had Jake Kelly, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Had missed yeah. all year. And all of a sudden Nick Hind and Redmond were running off half back, going their absolute hardest up the middle, you know, all the and then he's back in the side and they were nowhere to be seen. Not even well, I mean, from the quarter and three quarters that I watched. But what yeah. for one, I don't think Kelly's yeah. had the effect we thought or hoped he would. Yeah. Agreed. Doesn't seem to be playing on the smalls. He seems to swap opponent more than his underwear. He possibly gets isolated because of the structures up the field, whatever, whatever, whatever. But regardless of that, gives away a lot of free kicks. Yep. And based on a very, very, very small amount of data, seems to be preventing. Well, <laughs> I don't know. He's got nothing to do. Here's, with that. here's a couple of things. So, you know how I informed you before this podcast, and I just want to throw this one back out. Dylan Shield had 69 meters gained, which I thought was unbelievable for a midfielder. How many metres gained, do you reckon, for a backman was um, Jake Kelly? Oh, well, in context of the conversation, 50? 37. 37. Like, that's... I don't understand. Like, how do you just... You're playing... You can only kick it one way, really. You should be be kicking it towards our goals. Like, more than 37 metres. Anyway, I... um, The issue I was thinking about was that with... The guys are went in and out with the, with the sickness during the, the week. So Redmond, uh, sorry, uh, Ridley is a straight swap for um, uh, Zerk Thatcher. Thatcher. So that wouldn't have changed the structure. But what I was wondering, and I, I don't get to see the whole ground. All I can look at is the heat maps and sort of get a bit of an idea to work it out. But um, it looked to me like, so with Kelly back, that pushed McGrath back into sort of like a midfield. He had a lot more CBAs this week which then pushed, um, well, I don't know why, but Merritt went out to a wing. He had hardly any CBAs. And Shield picked up the, the equal most amount of CBAs, which I, you can't explain to me why. And then that pushed um, like guys like Hobbs and probably Perkins out of the midfield again back into forward. Now, I reckon that's where we're going wrong too. I, I think that part of our structure should be Hobbs and Perkins should be playing more midfield. I, I'd rather see Durham on a wing than, than Merritt. Um, Merritt should be playing the roles in the guts, doing his thing. The club, so yes. Yep. Um, and Essendon. Yep. And Martin and and Durham and whoever else. Maybe um, what's his name? Uh, Cutler. He can play on a wing. I don't mind him on a wing for patches. He's fine. Um, he's not the world's best player, but he can do a job out there. And then that pushes McGrath back into the the back half, which I think then. Helps. Um, I wonder if that helps um, Hind and Redmond yeah. sort of play a little bit more up the ground, or the three of them work that out. You know, who goes up and you know plays. That that was a bit of a thought I had because, and I, I think personally, I think we're out coached a lot. I, th- I I think that our coaches aren't getting up on can't pe- play a trick like Dylan Shield, for example. Not to go back on him every time, but he's the easiest one. Like he wasn't very good in the midfield. And the problem though is he can't go anywhere else. Like where can he go? We can't play as a half forward. I'm sure of it. Well, we saw his shot for goal last week. I think just before we move on too much, yeah. Shield getting the centre bounce attendances. You said the most. Yeah, equal most with him and um. To uh, me, uh, yeah. that's truck and the coach is giving him every opportunity to I say. Wonder if that's it. Yep. <laughs> Mate, it's not opportunity. 
you're getting the no. chance to to have an impact and you're still not doing it. So maybe that's the catalyst for him being dropped, perhaps. Maybe. And there's been a bit of a highlight too, just to finish on the Dylan Shield thing, though I'm sure we will move on. There was a little bit of videos being floating around from um, the, the one of the um, Fox shows on Sunday night, highlighting there was a bit of an argument between him mm. and Redmond in the first quarter, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was the first quarter. That was while I was um, watching it. So yeah. yeah, so the ball was, they were kicking out from our, um, from our goal square. Papley was by himself and Redmond pointed at um, Shield to say, can you get on him? And Shield was sort of like, he's your man, you get on him. But, and Shield ran into no man's land. Yeah, but, and Red, Redmond was already covering someone else. So he was standing next to a Sydney player. So he said, I can't at the moment, I'm, I'm, I can't do two. I'm on someone. Yeah, and then Shield sort of jogged up the ground, didn't affect the contest when it went along the wing and then didn't, you know, didn't stick with Papley. So he just was useless, just running around going, oh, look at me, and I'm on the ground. Although I don't really advocate too much on field between teammates, I liked that Redmond was a bit... Yeah, 100%. I have no problem with that. Like, what do you do? Like, I like that. I like that a bit of accountability. I, but, I expect that. I well, want yeah. that. There's a line because... Yeah. Well, I mean, Aren't you a fan, Goddard. fan of how Goddard? Much, well, that's what I was going to say. How much hate did he get for being like, <laughs> clearly he, he was every week. the line for a lot of people. And I think it's okay to demand the best from your teammates, but clearly in performance like that, no one's playing at their best. So, No, know. and that was about the point too, when you think back at it. that was We played okay footy, I reckon, for the first five to ten minutes, hadn't we? We hadn't been horrible. Yeah, we were okay. I think they split us open on that, that exchange, but we were really shit house from then on in. Like the second quarter we went good, third quarter we were bad, that fourth quarter was horrible. But that second quarter, I think they kicked what four or eight or something like yeah. something ridiculous. So they could have but they could have put us away by hundred points in this game, really. And they should but have been kicking. Imagine the media attention we'd be getting if they did, because we're already copying it. Oh, which is great. We should be. I fully support this because that's how things generally change. It's why we yeah, I think we should be getting enough media attention as it is personally, because if you have a look at um, our arch rivals, Carlton, they're seven and two. Oh, I mean, they're in the top four. We're two and seven. Even Gold Coast, I don't want to bring this up, Sam, but I did tell you that they would probably beat Frio. Uh, in my You're opinion, like, no way. Just, can I? Can I... They've been playing all right. They've been Carlton. You know, they've beaten another top four or five team too. Who was that? They beat someone else. Sydney, obviously, duh. Sydney the week before, they beat Carlton a couple of weeks before that, and now they've taken Freo scalp. So they're playing good footy. Can't argue with that. No, you can't. And yeah, I, I do like my Freo, and I was a bit disappointed. I know you did. Um, I was quietly barricading for the Gold Coast. I, and I saw the scores, and I was like, ah, oh, he's going to give it to me for that. <laughs> um, anyway, oh. I still think Freo are a good side. I didn't need no, to. of course they are. Carlton are in the top four. Um, I also hate my life because Tottenham Hotspur are in the top four in England, which is not great. But anyway, it's a bad weekend for sport. Really, really horrible. Like, I'm Chelsea supporter. We lost our third consecutive FA Cup final. Third in three years. How yeah, good. Second time this year, we've lost a cup final in Liverpool on penalties. But <laughs> double good Damn. news. People no, are not here for soccer. I'm enjoying this. Double good news. Uh, Chelsea women's headlined by Sam Kerr, which is why I thought oh, yeah, I bring this up. Yep. Um, won the FA Cup in the women's, and Sam Kerr scored twice 
once in extra time to win it. She is amazing. Well, while we're talking about women's, I see our women's uh, VFL had a draw, second draw, no, still no losses, but they were playing the second team on the so first and second. It finished in a draw. What a humdinger of a game that was! What a humdinger! Humdinger. No, do you know what time it started? What? It was nine thirty Sunday morning. No, did it? Oh my god. Those women are getting really so, shafted by the AFL. No, I didn't watch it. Um, Fair enough. I'm really looking forward to the AFLW because with a bit of luck, if our men's are still shit, hopefully our women's yeah, I'll be watching might that give instead. us something to really get on board with. Well, the, um, the VFL and the AFL men's uh, have, what, two wins between them or something, three wins? No, two, because the VFL men's two. haven't won a game. And whereas the women's haven't lost a game. Hmm. And now I don't mean to be a... Um, don't go there. Don't. I don't mean to jump on the easier ride, but if we're winning, oh. I'm going to go watch them more. Poor choice of words. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to get into the AFLW as much as the men's because it's AFL. It's the top level. Yeah. I don't watch the VFL men's, so I really don't... Str- I struggle to watch the VFL women's. But yeah. I'm hoping with the AFLW, it would at least give us something to be positive about. Because they're wearing the Essendon jumper. Um, but anyway, Sam Kerr, legend, love. Well the, she's awesome. I that that sort of signals that I think I'm out of stuff to talk cool. about. Um, I'll go yeah, into the comments just quickly. Oh, yeah, um, Murray's really keen for Willie Dick to play. He wants us to wants us him to play now, not just re-recruit him. Wonder where Willie Dick is. Hey, now did Murray say that um, one of our greats? Players Cupido, mm. Damien Cupido, I Damien, want to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He kicked 17 goals a few weeks ago for a, playing in a country league game somewhere. He yeah, looked like he put on a chunky or two and still spanking in the goals. Loved it that he kicked 17. I just thought that was awesome. Like, seriously, how do you just um, look like you barely run, but he still kicked 17? And there was a whole bunch of people telling me my mic was on mute. Thank you for that. Um, was mine Adam's- on mute? No, 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 no. I had the wrong mic. It was this one. Oh, yes. Oh, I see what you've done. Yep. One of those ones. Um, Adam reassured me that it would have been quality, what they missed. And, of course, it was. It was. You heard was, one was, side of the conversation, at least. I was pretty funny. <laughs> well, they heard you. Oh. That's all that matters. <laughs> I was hilarious. They heard the better person, I think you'll find. Um, Chris says that we were unwatchable. Which I don't disagree. Perhaps all the Essendon Football Club. No, 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 the Football Club. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I um, while we're on that, so we'll probably beat Richmond this week. Hundred percent. Ten goal win coming up. Um. Oh, sorry, I'm just reading through some comments here. Yeah. Take your time, Sam. I'm not going anywhere. Um. Chris reinstated the Gold Coast. We told you so. Theory there. <laughs> He, that's not no. He can't claim that because he didn't. He went with Frio. He didn't. In the end, he did, Yeah. So mm. for reference, myself, Nathan, and Chris have a Friday afternoon chat where we go through the games and pick a winner. And they thought Gold Coast, and I passionately campaigned for Fremantle. Hence the immense. Now, I don't know if you noticed too. I I I got a dollar payout on that bet too. <laughs> I saw. Dollar twelve. I saw Geelong were losing. We'd take a Geelong to beat St Kilda, which I thought was kind of fair enough. 
And I couldn't, there was no way Geelong were going to win that game. And I saw payout said $1.12. I said, I'm taking that. Mm. That'll give us a bet next week. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, all right, that's about it for the comments. Thanks, guys, as always. We appreciate the input. Um, one more thing, just the votes. Uh, very, very difficult to vote oh. on. So, uh, Zach Reed. I didn't really notice him and I like the kid. So he got three Ben Hobbs, same thing. He got two for me. Cause again, I thought he just cracks in and he's a kid. He doesn't have a lot of accountability and he still played really well. And then I gave a vote to Peter Wright because he did kick two and I just love the man. So. Well, I gave my three to Zach Reed. No, you didn't think. No, I gave my three to um, <laughs> Hobbs. Better think about it. Sorry. I just had checked something on Zach Reed. You said you didn't notice him. He took 10 marks. I didn't watch. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Half the money. <laughs> he did take a few marks in the first half. Anyway, um, I went with Ben Hobbs because I thought he was great. Uh, again, uh, it's, it's a bit like the um, rising star thing. You know how you like you get the votes the week after? You only have to play, you play a really good game. And then if you play a decent game the week okay, after, you get yeah, the votes. Yeah. That's my theory at the moment. Uh, I'm going to give Zach Reed two because... 10 marks, 262 metres gained is what defenders are meant to do. And pretty nonchalant. When The bits yeah. I saw, he doesn't make it. It's not a fuss. No. But, but, but still for me, there's quality young kids in this team. We've just got to work out what's no, wrong. Don't, don't go off topic, please. Yep, sorry, sorry. One and vote. one vote for um, Caldwell because of he's showed put amazing courage. He played well too, but he's the only one that put his body on the line. It's funny, as you said that, um, Alfie gave Caldwell three. Yeah, see, yeah. taking mark of the year, which not sure about that yet, but it was um, it was nice to see someone put the body on the line for the football club. It's nice. And for the first time ever, I didn't give Nick Martin. I think votes. <laughs> yeah, it was half. It was mm, yeah. Oh, I don't want to say I don't want to criticize him, but it wasn't his best game. He still kicked the goal and had fifteen touches, which, to be honest, for a guy playing ninth game, we'd be stoked with. The problem with setting the bar high. Yeah, that's you kick five in your first. <laughs> Under promise and over deliver, not the other way around. Yeah, I, I still thought like the two ruck worked. Um, you know, is a stat I looked at earlier today was that Essendon are sixth in hitouts, and which is really like again going towards the future. For for um, uh, Bryant and um, Sam Draper, they are going to be elite ruckmen like if you look at the numbers that say max gorn or goldstein and those sort of guys were pushing out when they were 22 and 23 what sorry just another comment came through i'll tell you in a second okay that they will like they are well on their the right trajectory that word, to be elite ruckmen in their 27 28 29 year old age hmm. these guys don't peak until that age so the fact yeah. they're Playing decent football at and the 21. fact that we're sixth in hitouts and we're somewhere around the market and we're in front of Melbourne with Gorn and um what's his name um Jackson Jackson so that's impressive I'll ta- I'm taking that I'm taking small wins yeah all right last thing the reason for the chuckle uh, Chris has just come back again looking forward to watching the ABC election coverage on Saturday night <laughs> ABC did I the best, actually I the foolish, foolish decision decision to arrange a massive trip with four of my mates to go down and watch it. Um, three well, Richmond, look, it's, it's four Richmond and two Essendon. It'll be good for you. I love, I don't love these games. I enjoy these games more because there's no expectation, right? If we rock up and get rolled by 100 points, I'll go, yeah, sounds about right. 
if we're in it or even close to in it, I'm going to have the time of my life. So we win. I tell you what, I know it's stupid, but I don't. Richmond are getting a bit of their swagger back. I'll give them that. I watched a bit of their game. Think about that Dusty Martin bloke. That Dusty Martin can play a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lynch is out. He did something. I'm sure he hit someone or did Sure. Sure. Uh, Yeah, Marlon Pickett got a one match ban too. And he he was was appealing that. But I reckon Lynch stopped having him too. Uh, Chris, if you're still here, maybe I was drunk. Thing. Chris, can you let us know? Chris would know he doesn't know anything about his team. <laughs> he true. thinks Jane Short was going to get 25 touches. How many did he get? 24. No, about 18. Oh, okay. That's did not... you see in that bit too? Just to go back to us, that um, the one that was short had who was it? Had 24. Yeah, it was Chris. You had 24. Get... Had yeah, 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anyway, can we get back yep. on point, please? These poor people. Yep. Sorry, people. Uh, I do. I. I. I Look, I'm stupid again. Look, I, I, Richmond aren't, uh, they're not, they're beatable. Lynch got off. It. Thanks, Alfie. Oh, see, we, damn it. Um, someone has just asked, Picker got one week, like Lynch got cleared. Very lucky boy. Yeah, okay. Oh, did you uh, say they're appealing the uh, merit hit? I didn't even see what happened. Florent, I, I have not paid any oh, attention oh, to the essay. You really didn't watch it. Oh, Ari Florent. Ari Florent. Ari Florent. Ari Florent. Sorry, actually. Ari Florent. He sounds Chinese, but he's not. Um, he ran through our Merritt boy, like miss, went past the ball, and he just shoulder hit Merritt in the head, and he's given a week. And I went, yeah, that's about that's what Merritt Fair dazed enough, yep. around, got up, yeah, you know, he survived. That's about where that belongs. He's he's hit someone in the head with his shoulder. You're not allowed. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that anymore. They're appealing. I'm going, well, this will be interesting because well, there's no in the risk head. in that anymore, is there? It's a financial no, or is it? Anyway? It's financial. Um, Adam has asked when the last time we won a dream time was. Now, usually, usually I save this for Thursday night, but all the rules are out the window because I can't be bothered. The last time we beat Richmond, let alone won a dream time match, was the 31st of May 2014. 14. Was that the one where. Um... Dustin Fletcher kicked the goal towards the end. And Ben Hobbs was... No, not Ben Hobbs. Ben. Ben. ben <laughs> the other Ben we had was a midfielder. Ben. Howlett? Howlett. Oh, that's pretty, pretty close. He got ben the Howlett medal. Kicked five. in that. Got game. the medal. Joe Dunaher three, Zach Merritt two, and yep. Dustin Fletcher did kick a goal. Great memory from you, from a bloke who normally has terrible memory. Terrible memory. So since then, we have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven straight to the original. Really? This is and this is why last week I enjoyed it so much and put so much hate on Sam Mitchell because every dog has their day, right? Richmond were awful and we were belting them for fun. Like that game we won by 50 points. Actually, not another belting in there, but anyway, 78 points in 2004. But like that Melbourne game in 2013, where we beat them by 150 points, they now have a flag. We haven't won a final. Every dog has their day. So enjoy your wins, people, because you know, in our day. Anyway, it was Row Bottom through Merit, too, by the way. The Row Bottom. Telling you off. What did I say? Florent. Ollie. Honestly, Ollie. Oliver so. Florent? Sorry. All right. We've waffled more than enough. So we're going to wrap up. Uh, We will be here Thursday night to do a preview. Uh, Oh, that'll be painful. Tune in if you want us to talk absolute shit about Essendon for the entire time, but then still tip Essendon at the end. Um, 
We do it every week. We seem to do that every week, yeah. Uh, if not, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Wherever you may be listening, we do truly appreciate the support. And through gritted teeth, go Dons. Go Dons.